calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. I am Alex and this week I am joined by Daniel Kruper. Hello. Stuart Reid. And Tom Butler. (laughs) Hello. Uh, I think we're all feeling a little bit fuzzy this morning because last night it was the uh, London Games Festival IGN UK pub quiz in association with Games Aid Charity Special Effect. Yeah. In conjunction right? with yeah. UK sponsored we by get that Pestilator into- <laughs> and the Miracle Mask. We couldn't get that into a hashtag, surprisingly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Tom, you claim it to be your brainchild. What was it? Um, it was a quiz, a pub quiz. So we've done this as the fifth of our pub quizzes, but we've always just done them for community. Mm. So we've always just got our readers to come down, hang out, win prizes and stuff. Get but we drunk. thought, you know what, let's let's do it and raise a bit of money for charity. For so charity. that's what we did. Mm. Um, uh, we had 100 people down, mixture of industry and community. And we got we gave away loads of really cool prizes. So there's a lot of people that we need to thank yeah. uh, for that. I'll probably do that later. But um, Stuart, you were the MC. How yeah. did you How did you find it? Was, it was a good night, wasn't it? The, 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 it always gets a bit rambunctious at the IGN pub quizzes. It starts off fairly well behaved, and, and normally by the time everybody's had a few beers and it's getting towards the second half of the quiz, it's just a nightmare trying to corral everybody and make but you've sure you've got a lot of experience listening. of doing pub quizzes. You've done them for years, haven't you? Donkey's years. I used to be. A, I used to do a regular night in Walthamstow. But, but am I right in saying when you used to do like your regular night in Walthamstow, you? you you didn't get paid, but you got free beer. No, I got free beer and I got paid. <laughs> that, that landlord is an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many pints in the evening? Well, a typical quiz. Well, 14. There's <laughs> <laughs> only a half hour quiz as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a picture round. <laughs> you were a bit of a diva last night. You turned up. Just before it started, I, I like to imagine you back at the office preparing, yeah. just like looking at yourself in the mirror, punching yourself in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Come on! You're basically like, 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 like Jake LaMotta at the beginning of Raging Bull. Yeah, he had his jacket on, so he probably had a little wank outside before he came in as well, just to, just to calm <laughs> Why the Why would nerves. I have a wank just because I'm wearing a jacket? <laughs> Especially a wank long, jacket. Yeah, the thing is, it's Stuart's jacket is quite a long jacket. Those were fake arms. Yeah. Is that <laughs> I, 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 was, I was pleasuring myself His real arms night. were inside. All night. <laughs> that's, that's, why, in his that's why I kept dropping the answer sheet. Like, so there were nine rounds in the quiz last night, two picture rounds, two audio rounds. We will try and get them online at mm. some point later today, so you can check out your skills against the questions. Your mad skills. Um, but yeah, just 
just to thank uh, Nintendo and Professor Layton for sponsoring the main quiz and then obviously XCOM, Turtle Beach, Intuit Coin, Tecmo, Rocksteady, Titan Books, Mediatonic, Rockstar Games, Fable the Journey and Ubisoft as well who all contributed prizes on the night. Mm. And Stuart, you made a bit of a faux pas Ooh, with... Rocksteady. <laughs> Rockstar weren't there, Rocksteady, Rocksteady were there. Yeah. And what did you do? I think I called Rocksteady Rockstar. Yeah, quite a few times. Yeah, well. <laughs> Even drinking. Do you so, know what? It's all for charity. Yeah. So it doesn't Is matter. Is that your excuse? That's, That's always excuse. your excuse for every crime you've ever committed. <laughs> I did it for charity. Oh, but no. basically, if anyone moaned about anything last night, Stuart would go, it's for charity, shut up. Yeah, well, I think <laughs> that was fair. I think that was fair enough. Well, we had two people that complained at some of the answers, and we were right 100% of the time. Yeah. Yes. So I was pretty goddamn good last night, I think. There's what a- was your response? Fuck off. Come on, <laughs> jog on. But it's true. It's, it's true. Like, it but our winning team, surprisingly, was a group of guys who had never met each other before mm. they turned up last night. So what happened was we put the tables up for sale as 30 quid each. So that's like £5 per team member. And one guy just booked the table... Didn't bother to put a team together. Emailed me yesterday and said, I haven't got a team. What should I do? And I said, look, I'll sort it out. I'll find some people. Put a message out on Twitter. These guys all turned up, joined, formed a team, and there you go. Then they won the quiz last there night. Mm, wow. So uh, well done. Uh, they played the, their Joker the card perfectly. They, they did. Because they, they got a perfect 10. Yeah. Joker doubled, doubles your points. It, does, it, it makes all were, the difference. Do you know what? There were a couple of teams that were too tight to play their Joker cards, I think. Well, that's yeah. not name no, I'm not going to name them, but, but basically, because it was for charity, uh, it cost 20 quid. If you if you paid 20 quid, you played Joker, you got double points in that round. Yeah. See, what I do like, and, and I will name and shame this team, is the Arse Men team played their Joker and still came last. Like, <laughs> finishing below the two teams that didn't use a we double have points said Joker as well. we, we should have said you could play another Joker. Keep yeah. playing it. Just keep playing them. Give because, us 20 pounds. Because maths, two times nothing. Yeah. <laughs> still nothing. Now. No. Tom, so tell us a bit more about the charity special effect. So, I mean, I won't bore you for too long, but the guys were there last night from special effect. It's only a very small group of people that, that run it, but they, um, they they basically, their aim is to help people with uh, mobility and accessibility dis- issues, like uh, disabilities, who are unable to play games normally to actually enable them to be able to, to mm. participate and play video games. And we showed a few videos last night and uh, I think I got something in one of my eyes at one point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think we all I got did, something um, in our eyes at yeah, one point did, during those it, videos. It, it, the work that they do is incredible. And the, the two main guys that run it, uh, Nick and then Dr. Mick, that's mm. quite, <laughs> quite funny, Dr. Mick. But um, yeah, they, uh, they're, just, they're just so dedicated to what they do. Yeah. I mean... They showed a video last night of a guy who who has must, muscular dystrophy, and he can't he couldn't play any games or anything. But they managed to get a game set up with him so he could actually use his eyes to control a mouse. And then he had played Peggle, uh, yeah, as well yeah. playing Peggle. But this guy, one of the guys who they help, is like one of the top players of Warcraft in the world. Like really, yeah, he is top notch at Warcraft. Wow. Um, but yeah, the work that they do is incredible. So it if is. you want to find out what they do and what they go up to, it's specialeffect.org.uk. Um, and we raised about four and a half grand for them last night. I spoke to Nick, Dr. Dr. Mick, I mean, uh, last night after the quiz and said, you know, what we've done this, this four and a half grand. What's that mean? He says, it means that tomorrow we can go out and help nine kids tomorrow. We can oh. go out and, and, and actually tomorrow we can go out there and sort them out and they can play games. Which That's is great. when you when you kind of compare that when you put that all together, you do, it just really gives you such a buzz knowing that you've been able to help like that. And yeah, the problem is, is that because uh, they're actually struggling to get government funding, because when the government look at it, they say, "Well, what are you doing? You're helping kids to play video games. It's not it's not important it's, it's, enough. It's frivolous." But do you know what? It, for the, the for those people out there who 
that is like imagine if you couldn't play video games you'd say oh, i'll just do something else right yeah, yeah. but these there's what else can they do if they're struggling with like mm. their mobility issues then this is like i mean it's like the best form of it is they, they can they can climb mountains and slay dragons exactly they can play football so it is it is it's totally important so uh, yeah um it's a really good course so yeah, i'm just really story glad that he was talking about there's that um that kid who used to be able to play yeah but then i can't remember what the disability that he 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 got but um his hands were all cramped up weren't that's they? right yeah. he couldn't he couldn't actually use a controller and he couldn't do the operation because he wasn't strong enough was it they, they couldn't couldn't do the operation because he wasn't strong enough for the anaesthetic. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Basically, the operation would be like cutting the tendons yeah. in his yeah. hand yeah. to loosen his hands, so give him flexibility control. back. Yeah. And so he and said, video games so much that it was like, well, don't give me the anaesthetic, just cut it. It's like, oh, yeah. God. Yeah. So, yeah, so well done, the special effect. And, uh, yeah. yeah, if you if you want to donate any more, then the, the, the do it. page, yeah, do yeah. it. It's a really good cause. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll be doing more stuff with them, I guess, yeah. in the near future. And thanks for coming down if you did come down. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope I didn't insult you too much. <laughs> are, are we going to do another pub quiz before Christmas? I'd like to do one around Christmas, but we'll see. But I can say now the next IGN community event will be on November the 7th. And it will be as uh, with Gamer Disco. So who were the, there last night as well? Who were there last night yeah. doing an excellent job providing music. So that'll be on uh, in, in Shoreditch in London somewhere. So, uh, yeah. Oh, it's dead trendy. Yeah. Your, uh, put your train tickets. There's no quiz. It's just going to yeah. be hanging out and getting drunk, basically. So, And we might make it a bit sort of Halloween themed. Nice. No quiz? No. Nothing. Just hanging out. Just hanging out. Just maybe a bit of wrestling. Brilliant. I might take them all down. Get it all up and... Yeah. That's, that's your approach to community management, isn't it? Just like, let's grease them up. Let's grease them up. And let's them grease in. them up. Uh. <laughs> um, who else has been up to anything? Uh, no. I've been playing Borderlands. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. I'll just, I'll just drop that in for the last two or three episodes of the podcast. <laughs> Still playing it. I can't help it. You it's love a it. Game. This is the first one I've been on since first podcast I've been on since I started it as well. Right. And I am bloody loving it. So, yeah. how are you getting on you it? Did it initially? Sorry, you weren't so keen initially. Well, it took a little while to get going. Yeah, it does, yeah, but, um, it does. I, I said the same thing. It just—it's it, a, a bit of a grind to start with, and I don't think that, that sort of Arctic setting is very sort of conducive to to make you want to do that much more. But mm. now I'm past all that, um, and I'm playing as a siren. Right, and I'm just—I don't know how, why anyone else would play as any other class. I'm just That's absolutely really loving it. Honestly, we're all—we'd actually be the complete team us yeah. four. We've all picked different That's characters. True, yeah. yeah. But so yeah. what's so good about I've the got siren? A turret that fires <laughs> rockets and is like pinpoint accurate. What is better than that? I've got a like a bioweapon which throws up energies into the air, locks them into place, and then Mass while effect. it does that, explodes out as well and takes down all the enemies around them as well. I've got a sword. I've Brilliant. got grenades that suck people in and then explode. <laughs> I've, I've got, got grenades that turn finger. into six mini grenades that then blow electricity <laughs> into everyone around them. <laughs> Yeah. So, but honestly, I'll, I'll play it. Through, I'll probably play through it again in another class. But I don't know why anyone else would play in anything other than Siren. I'm quite intrigued to play the Mechromancer, but yeah, I can't be bothered start again. Well, no, I'm not no. going to start again. <laughs> what's the uh, what's Mechromancer's bit, skill? Is he's got a robot? He's hasn't got a massive robot. Yeah, Death Trap. Yeah. So, uh, unfair, isn't it? Yeah, that is kind of unfair. What about Gunzerker? What you got? You can you can hold two Dual guns. Wield. Yeah. <laughs> The trouble is, well, I'm always, what's really irritating, right? I've, I've, I've figured out I'm always wielding one really fucking amazing weapon and the other one's like a sniper rifle. So when you're dual wielding, it's an absolute waste of time. Absolute waste of time. Sniper rifle? What? You're really close to someone's sniper. I missed. <laughs> missed. 
Yeah, I haven't thought that through. You've probably discussed this, though, but I've discovered that the best form of uh, security has been uh, discovered in... Uh, Borderlands. If you want, don't want anyone to come to your house, just put a sheet up in your. I oh, know that's door. ridiculous, <laughs> isn't it? Because a sheet will stop anyone. Just a yeah. flapping sheet. Yeah. Like, no, it's amazing. In. You know, my yeah. my, my bloke is flapping. like you know three hundred pounds of of, of <laughs> hunk, and he and he just gets stopped by a little piece of muslin. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no muslin. muslin. <laughs> Jesus, don't go there for Christ's sake. Yeah, but it is a great game. It's a good game. Yeah, I love it. And also, surprisingly, Fable the Journey is all right. Oh, should we just quickly talk about the DLC, though, for Borderlands? Yes. The pirate DLC. Ah, yeah. yeah. New loot colour as well. Yeah. Oh. And it's out next week, isn't it? Well, it's not long. It's like really, really soon. Uh, but, but yeah, that's, that looks really the good. The DLC for the first Borderlands uh, was amazing. Like, I didn't play it. Was, it was really, really well-themed, wasn't it? It was like, stand- it was like, there was like a horror-themed yeah, one, they like did a Halloween kind a of zombie stuff. one. That was, it was in it's the Borderlands like world, but completely... Like separate already, um, but anyway, Fable. It is actually a half decent um, connect game. Fable: The Journey. Very surprised by it. It's yes. what? A half decent connect game. Wow. Um, so I had two chaps from Lionhead in there uh, in here yesterday. Come into the connect. One in there. One in there. You threw them into the connect like like Zod into the Phantom Zone, and they got trapped in the connect. And like, ah, they're still there. Look at them. Hello. Is that why it moves? Is that why connect moves? Two little men from Lionhead operating it. Yeah, they just move back. Peter Molyneux said he'd give me a job. I didn't think it was this. Up, down. That's why connect doesn't work anymore because Molyneux left. <laughs> he used to do the focusing. He's like a Professor X in the big uh, dome thing. He's just connected to all connects Cerebral. in the world. And he's just unplugged himself. He's just listening to everything, doing all these voice commands, going, to be fair, there's only four people using it. <laughs> it's not it's that hard. shouting at it. Yeah. Peter! Xbox! Xbox! <laughs> oh, sorry, I was out making a brew. Someone needs to get back in the big Xbox machine. <laughs> anyway, Fable, eh? <laughs> So what, what's the, what's the, it does actually work? Yeah, so, because uh, they were talking about um, the sort of challenges and so uh, it's interesting because I think what happens was they, they were quite open about uh, how Peter Molyneux just said all this stuff and was like, <laughs> um, we're going to do this and we're going to do that and it literally was, he would go out and promise the world and it's all stuff that they would discuss yeah. and say, okay, yeah, wouldn't it be great if we could do that? But he just took it as gospel, went out told the press. <laughs> And then he would come back to the office and they're like, we can't do that. No, at least not in the next two years or whatever. I love that. Which... Sounds like our meetings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's just the, like, you know, just basic work. And we're like, we can't do that. Monkey tennis. Can't make it happen. Um, Dinosaur tennis. But so, uh, like some of the challenges, like obviously Connect is designed to be played standing up. Um, but they were like, it's a 10 hour game. You don't want to stand up for 10 hours <laughs> and wave your arms around. That'd be extremely tiring. So, um, all that kind of stuff. So, I think the review scores have been fairly mixed, but I think people who got it in, in terms of the, the problem's always the same thing with Connect is that if you're sitting in slightly the wrong way, then it screws up. Uh, and apparently, one of the biggest problems is that if you're sitting down, it mistakes your knees for your elbows. Uh, yeah, he was saying armchairs as well. Yeah. Sometimes the arms, armchairs get, the arms of the armchairs get picked up as arms. Yeah. Wow. But arms way too many times then. Arms. <laughs> arms. Uh, but it's good from what I played. And we've got a couple of videos going up on site. But the other thing that he was talking about is um, like new Lionhead. Because obviously now Peter was the main focus. He's now gone. 
And it seems like it's much more of a kind of a group-led thing. So rather than one person heading up, there's a whole group of them. And uh, apparently they've got something very exciting coming up soon. So it's not like a church without Jesus? I don't think so. (laughs) Does Jesus go to church? Yeah, he hangs out all the time. No way. If I was Jesus, I wouldn't go to church. All them bloody crosses everywhere. A church without a memories. Yeah, oh. actually, from when I've met all the Lionhead people before, they they all seem to be like a real Very good cool. gang of people, yeah. don't they? And, and they absolutely love Fable, like the two Very guys. Um, like one of the guys have been working on Fable since Fable One, uh, and all the different iterations. And the other guy is um, he's the scriptwriter, just knew everything about the world. And there's obviously a lot more to the story than you know what we've seen is probably just a fraction of it. And um, and they do include the journey as part of the kind of main canon rather than just like a side that's good track, so so fable for next gen xbox i'm pretty sure of it but the, the other thing that they said because i was like well you know what's the future for connect like you've done this are you going to go back and do another one and he was saying look the only way that he really sees like motion technology uh, really picking up is if it's actually integrated into the machine so people can use it if they want to uh, or they don't have to but you know the problem is is that you've got that barrier of paying however much a connect is what's probably 70 quid now is it i don't know that's a pretty big barrier but if it's in the machine and you want to try it yeah. you still gonna have your machine would you still have to have your machine like front and center or you, would it be like know. a would it be like the sensor bar of a Wii where yeah, you just have a like long that. cable going to it you'd want it to be wireless as well though yeah you? really well, you know, I mean, people say that maybe Lionhead has sold out, uh, making a, a, a so-called Kinect game for like the casual market or whatever. But unless people actually experiment and mm. try doing these things, then nothing's ever going to move forward. You can slate Kinect all you like, but it is it's, it's it is quite an exciting bit of te- a tech. Have you seen? <laughs> so, so what? It's <laughs> an exciting bit of, <laughs> it's a, a bit of tech. Have you seen the trailer for Paranormal Activity Four? No, uh, no. So I don't want to spoil it for you, but in the trailer, they've got a Kinect running and they use a night vision camera. And when you've got a night vision camera on Kinect, you see it projects dots out into the room. And that's yeah. how it does its right. depth tracking. Yeah. Yeah. So they're filming in the dark and you've got all these dots tracking in the room. And then in the background, something moves across in the, in the background of this trailer. It's a really cool use of Kinect. Right. And it looks like it's going to be pretty scary. But yeah, check that out. Paranormal Activity 4 trailer. This is it a ghost trying to get Connect to work? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Connect! Oh. You, know what they, you know what they say, like, <laughs> ghost. Ghost trying to use Connect. Voice recognition, not, not quite working. One of the predominant theories about ghosts is, is it, you know, it's spirits that still have unfinished business. <laughs> it just wants to make Connect work once. Yeah. And then it can, and then rest, it can, in peace. can rest in peace. It just wants to do a galactic dance-off in Star Wars Connect. On. Just once. Just once. Just once. Who, all this talk about Peter Molyneux and Lionhead. Who's going to do our Christmas message this year? Better Ooh, start the thinking l- caps on about that. Ken Levine. Ken from downstairs. <laughs> oh, that would be reception. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Hello, lads. Have a wonderful Christmas. Oh, Warren Spector would have been good. Warren Spector would be good. Yeah. Pretty nice to have someone British, though. Yeah. Because it's a very yeah, British thing. Charlie British. Brooker. That would be good. Let us know who you'd mm. like us to have. For the IGN Christmas message, which will go live at three o'clock on Christmas Day. Dara Breen. IGN UK feedback at IGN. He's Irish. Yeah, but he moved over here. (laughs) (laughs) He took our jobs. Fect the Queen, and that'll be it. Fect the Queen. queen. (laughs) Daniel, what have you been doing? Ah, just, you know, stuff. Been playing a lot of Dishonored. Ooh. It's good. It's very good. I think it's very good. I don't know if it's great yet, but um, I think great might come with replaying it, if that makes sense. But I don't from Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Everything I say is a quote from Spider-Man. Because um, I'm a bit worried. I think I might be on the last mission. Already? I've, I've not played it that much exactly. Right. And I've heard this might be the case, that you, you go through the missions very quickly, but part of the game is you replay it and you adopt right. different strategies. But when you're playing it, if you if you went straight from the beginning to the end of a mission, you could probably do it really quickly. But a lot of the gameplay is actually waiting. Right. Waiting oh. for things to happen. So obviously that makes right. a level, like one mission could be like a couple of hours because you're waiting for guards, you're waiting for opportune moments. Like Deus Ex, you just... Yeah, I think it's more accessible than Deus Ex. Yeah. Um, this is, there's a great mission where you... I won't spoil it too much, but you have to... And, go to a um, masked ball to assassinate uh, a target and so once you get over the f- um, the walls into the kind of this mansion you, you don't sneak about anymore you can because you've got a mask on and it's a, a masquerade ball you can like pass unnoticed and everyone thinks because you, you know you're, you've killed a woman you're wrongly accused and you're on the run everyone thinks you're um, costumes in bad taste because you're dressing as the bodyguard that killed the, the empress yeah. um, but you can choose to sign the guest book as well um, but yeah it's really good I quite like how there's not that many powers either there's only like like five or six like supernatural powers so it's not use. overwhelming it's yeah. not overwhelming and the thing is I've not really experimented with them much I just kind of use the teleport quite a lot yeah. I feel like imagination. I'm not really, yeah that's the thing like, I've not used like the crazy combinations that we saw um, the barbecue the week where you can like you can pos- I haven't got possession yet right um, where you can like slow down, stop time, possess mm. someone so they can end up shooting themselves, for mm. instance. But um, I'm enjoying it very much. Excellent. Are you going to play it? I uh, yeah, if I can get a hold of it. But it's Dishonored, XCOM, I know. both out on the same day, and then I've got so much Borderlands to play. I know. You know what I want to play now? Though? I was getting busy. Forza. busy. I know. I went playing something yesterday at lunchtime. It was brilliant. You've seen the reviews? It's yeah, again. it's getting cracking reviews. So uh, there's just not enough hours in the day. And it's oh, I've still got worse. Resident Evil Six, yeah. which I think is probably going to sit there for a while now. <laughs> you were there nine well, no, o'clock is, on the day one. Well, no, I played day. I played Leon's missions and I really liked it. It's got fucking awful checkpoints though. I played Leon's um, for about two hours. I thought I'll leave it there. That's enough. Went back on it last night to play. Mm. Um, night before, it took me back about forty five minutes. Oh no, because there's not been a checkpoint. Oh, mind you, Borderlands like, Borderlands Two is a bit like that. I was like, seriously, Borderlands Two is, is frustrating yeah. when you can't sort of pause it. You can't really stop yeah, if you're going deep into a dungeon. Yeah, you, you, you have, have to go to, right back to the. You have to get yeah. to the point yeah. where well, finish that mission. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's what I do. I always sit down. And like, I'll play one mission. Yeah. But also, I started on. I did some of the Chris campaign the other night as well. And his is kind of all-out cover-based shooter. But they don't. They still don't give you loads of ammo. Right. So I'm going hell for leather with this machine gun, like spunking on my bullets away, all 40 of them, only have 40. And then I'm like, <laughs> loads of zombies, great, I'm just hitting them with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> and I, bet, oh. I bet when you reload, you don't throw the gun and it doesn't explode or anything. Oh, I love no, that. I love that. that. That's love awesome, that. isn't it? That's really so no, much I don't fun. need this gun anymore. Fuck yeah. I do like, um, I think, I think the idea. best thing for me about Borderlands 2 is how slick the shooting is. Yeah. Like, it's a proper first-person shooter. Yeah with everything else wrapped in with yeah, it. Yeah. And it's just so nice to play a first-person shooter that isn't Call of Duty, yeah. that's so slick. But yeah, all the guns feel long. so different as yeah, well. Yeah. It, it really does like that. They spend a lot... You know the fact that cell-shaded kind of like saves them development time, in one sense? 
I don't pa- know. Apparently, apparently, right. like because it takes longer to make realistic textures, but it right. looks beautiful. Boy, yeah, I love it. But Although I've noticed the more, further in I get, I'm playing on PS3, the, the more popping there is. It's is it? like it's, it gets really bad now. It's like really? really bad. Yeah, I haven't noticed any of that on yeah. Xbox actually. Yeah. Well, apart from like the initial get into an environment, yeah, give yeah, it a few you wait for, yeah, exactly. But it's normally when I, well, yeah, it's normally when you when you come in, but yeah, I mean, it's it's some sort of getting jarring though. What level are you? Uh, 12, 13, 14. Okay, but that's yeah, because the original Borderlands did that. When you turn up to a new location or you uh, fast travel, it takes about three seconds for all the textures, the, the low res textures, and then they pop in. Yeah, is that what you mean? Yeah, but it's it's quite it's a lot longer than than I would be normally be used to. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like I've even started moving around, and it's still not popped in yet. Right. So right, right, right. you started moving. But, but once the level is in there. Oh, it's then it, yeah, it's mainly fine. Right, okay. But sometimes you'll go up to a like a, a chest or something, and it still the textures won't be there. Do you know, I've not had that problem at all. No, and I'm on PS3. Mm. I think you've got a dodgy console, mate. Mm. You want to get that looked at? Yeah, yeah. But you, know, I had that problem with um, uh, what was it? Um, thingy, thingy three. Um, Max Payne. No, no, no. The uh, resistance. No. Keep, keep them coming. You're right, going there. Uncharted. Of, in the de- Uncharted 3. I had the problem with Uncharted 3 where, where I just had a, a, it was a dodgy copy of the game mm-hmm. and it just, it just stalled like, well, I've got, I've, I think I've got that copy now. Yes. I think he did. And there's a point where you were, oh, I can't remember where you were. You lifting a lid off a, like a sarcophagus a t- a or something. Yeah. And, like, all the insects come out and it's weird. Like the, the animation breaks and all the models turn into like, um, Hand puppets, yes, and they all start moving about it like really, like jerkily. Really Why just Nathan? Da, da, da. Okay, silly. And they like, sk- like it's a little bit like South Park. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I might bring it in. We could capture it. Yeah, we should do that. That would be really cool. But I reckon that might be what your problem is, Tom. You might, you might have a disc that's like dirty or something, and it's taking yeah, longer Tom. to load yeah, the, the, the the shit together. <laughs> you don't give a shit. You don't care. Brilliant. I want to play some Dead or Alive Five as well. Right, move on. Right, Tom. You saw a film this week as well. Uh, yes, yeah, Sightseers, which is a new British comedy. It's been an executive produced by Edgar Wright and Neera Park, who do um, the Shaun of the Dead, um, who, Hot Fuzz, those sorts of films. And it honestly is one of the funniest films I've ever seen. It, it was proper lols throughout. throughout, And it's about a couple who go on like a caravanning holiday. Mm. And they're like this most boring, mundane couple that you could ever imagine. But the more that you get to know them, the more t- weird and twisted they become. And then they start killing people as they're on this road trip, like around like the Yorkshire Dales. They go to a pencil museum and all this well, sort of stuff. There is a pencil yeah. museum yeah. somewhere. Yeah. 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 But they do all this. Uh, but honestly, it is hilarious. So when that comes out, you need to check the shit out of that. Check the shit yeah. out of that. Wow. Is that, is that your poster quote? That's why you're yeah. not allowed to do video reviews anymore. <laughs> you want to play the shit out of this. You want to check the shit out of this. Um, so yeah, that's um, it's just really, really funny. And the two people, the two leads, they wrote, wrote it as well. So. Wow. And it's the guy who directed Kill List last year mm. who's directed it as well so it, it looks spectacular as well it's, really? it's a beautiful like beautifully shot thing it's almost as if Mike Lee had made a horror comedy it's like it's that re- sold it yeah as far as I'm concerned yeah yeah I'm it's, there. it's really good really good right. to check that out and you're going to see a little film this evening as well I'm, aren't you? I'm going to go see a film called Skyfall Skyfall Stuart's going as well yeah gonna pop down put me around the door I'll probably only watch about 10 minutes and go You'll around. fall asleep, won't you? Yeah. It's a bit late night for you. I shall, I shall sit there, arms folded, saying, right, come on, impress me. Come on. Come on, Bond. Do it. I'm very, very optimistic. Do you think this could be the best Bond film ever? Yes. Yeah, me too, actually. Because, But by virtue of there not being many good Bond movies. 
Sad but true. Sorry, Tom. It's true, Tom. They're not that good when you go back and watch them again. They're good for other reasons, but not as movies. They're good. <laughs> They're good. Mm. good. Tom's just, <laughs> Tom's just rocking in the corner. They're all good. All of them. Uh, sir, I, I'll raise you quantum of solace. <laughs> oh, good point. Good point well made. <laughs> Die another day. Oh, that we oh. watched that um, scene yeah, again. Actually, the, yeah. the, 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 the surfing scene. Oh, Dying the windsurfing scene. It is the worst, worst CGI, CGI ever. In a kind of big mainstream movie. Yeah. Just, it's awful. It would put a PS2 to shame. The quality of the graphics. <laughs> it really would. The graphics. The old got bad graphics. Right. See you then. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. No. You can't finish it like that. <laughs> I think I like the idea of, see you then. <laughs> right, I'll just... So, uh, by the time people listen to this podcast, your review will probably be up on the site for Skyfall. Are you, well, well, are we putting this podcast up this afternoon? Yes. Probably not, But though. by the time it gets through to iTunes, I don't know. So iTunes <laughs> It'll is be there running this on Steam. Yeah. It'll be there on Saturday morning when you wake up. Something to look forward to. Yeah. Read the, the shit weekend. out of it. Yeah. Read the shit out of yeah. it. Yeah. What scores are going to get? I'll probably just give it a 10. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Out of what? I'll, I'll give it a 7. Yeah, a go double on. A 7.5. 007, yeah. Um, it depends how much money Sony give you, obviously, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, of course. Well, I haven't got... I'm, purse hasn't been. Yeah, so we I haven't we'll got see. my brown envelope. We see. Yeah. I still count the money I get from the other publishers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, check out uh, Daniel's review of Skyfall over the weekend. Uh, that's it for this week's podcast, and uh, we will be back same time next week. Until then... Bye. 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 <laughs> Should we do half an hour of that? Yeah. <laughs> we started, haven't we? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.